Um, well, a lot of people don't know that we uh, uh, started off this podcast while crying. Oh, Jesus. And so we're going to again. <laughs> we just came back to Christ and we're And if you're wondering why this tissue paper is over here in the shot, it's because uh, we were wiping away our tears. Um, <laughs> No, it's funny. Um, Being a clinician and working like with a lot of uh, like speech therapists and clinical therapists and all kinds of therapists, there's always tissues. And so like I have tissues in my car, I have tissues in my office, I have tissues everywhere I go. Very, you're very well prepared. Yeah, for, yeah. I will tell. I just want to say, um, like anecdotal thing. Okay. Um, uh, I met you maybe like a yeah, two, a couple of years ago. I met you. Yeah. Um, your energy is just infectious. Like oh. it's you're such an upbeat, positive personality, and you have you bring such a great, genuine energy to like any um, crowd, any friend gathering that we have. And so, like, people are just very genuinely like attracted to you because of your energy, and it's very infectious. And it's just, um, and uh, every time like you you are brought up like in our in our friends group, we always say like how much fun that you are to be around. Oh, that's good. And, uh, oh. and so that is your calling card now. Okay. And I I think that will forever be your calling card that you are just a very upbeat, joyous personality, and you bring a lot of like positive energy to any group. Um, that you're a part of. And I'm not like that. Like, I, I wish I could be, you know, just uh, infectiously upbeat, but, you know, I think it's been beaten out of me because I'm 40 years old, so. What are you talking about? Oh my god, I want to beat it back into you. <laughs> <laughs> and you can. What are you talking about? Practice martial arts and I can beat it back into you. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Did you, were you aware of this impression that people have of you? Was I aware? Um, no. <laughs> you're, you're not? <laughs> no. Really? told you that but you never you don't believe that about yourself I don't know um, I just remember okay so this is when I started kind of I always felt like I was very outgoing and very happy um, but just in the household and how I was raised I was raised to be a little bit like more posh and more like put together and like even now sometimes I feel like my dad gets annoyed when like I laugh. Like he's told me he's like, Why are you laughing? And like, because it's funny. Because <laughs> it's, it's funny. Uh, yeah. Um and so I felt like I had to like dial it down and I felt like I had to like behave and be composed and be very like, oh yeah, it's very nice. Uh -huh. Um and so I I just I was in a relationship and it was it was a relationship, it wasn't neither bad nor good, I was in a relationship, but I felt a lot of my personality detoned down. And it wasn't until I came out of that relationship and started finding joy in like the simple things that I just I don't know, I, I just feel like I came back to myself, but it really became about finding joy in the simple things. And I think that sometimes you have to be without to know what it's like to be I don't want to say like be with but I remember growing up poor, like I get so happy like going to a coffee shop and be able to afford my coffee yeah. and enjoying it and like just, I just get so much pleasure from like the warmth of the cup and like the smell yeah. and the taste and the company that I'm with and like getting to enjoy laughing, like I love laughing so much, it releases endorphins. Yeah. Like I, I enjoy like oh, what a what a pleasurable conversation or like what an amazing human or like man that was such a, what a 
awesome brain. Like, look at you and your wittiness. You are so funny. You're so smart. Like, I enjoy yeah. people's presence. That it's not even so much about me. It's about like what's going on around me. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, look at that guy typing away in his typewriter. Like, how cool is that? Like, yeah. it just became about finding joy and not seeking it out. Like, it just people give me joy. That is great. That's you find. Uh, it's you find joy in like uh, in in every little thing. Yeah. And uh, and that's. Uh, that's a very uh, positive attitude to have, because isn't like a, a lot of conversation has shifted towards like, oh, uh, what uh, uh, are you happy? And then people, there are people out there like trying to seek out happiness actively, like you know. Uh, but but there's something to be said about like finding happiness in just the small things in life. Yeah. Like, you're just out there, like seeing that guy outside the coffee shop who was just typewriting, like writing on a typewriter. Yeah. How cool is that? Like, yeah. He, he didn't have care in the world, and he was just yeah. typing like, away, clicking clack. So just finding that joy. I also took art classes. Like I love my parents. I will like say that I love my parents so deeply. I just think that they weren't the most understanding people for mm -hmm. me growing up. But I'm also really glad that they pushed me towards things mm -hmm. that like fueled my soul. But I remember having uh, an art instructor, and uh, her name is Miss Aguilera, and I hope she watches this. So she can become proud of you. But um. She said to find the beauty in everything. Yeah. And she said that there's even like beauty in in suffering. Yeah. And um, it's funny because you can go to an art museum and I feel like you can see what that person was thinking or feeling yeah. based on their the color usage or like you know what they painted and I really relate life towards like life is art and so. I've been just sympathizing for people when they're going through a tough situation and being like, wow, like you are so strong and so beautiful because regardless of your situation, you're like overcoming, like you're not letting it keep you down. Like you are so beautiful and so yeah. strong. And so I just see people as art. Like every every human that I've not every well, not every. Uh, <laughs> like I've met some shitty people. Uh, <laughs> You're a shitty piece of art. <laughs> For the most Just part. Name rhymes with brew. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Andrew. Andrew. Oh, <laughs> he's watching this. He's like, oh, that's nice. um, um, So, yeah, I yeah. just see people and I see their imperfections too. And I also know that that's part of beauty. Also, talking about parents, though, let me, let me just tell you. Oh, I, I know. Uh, my parents, uh, you know, you can see a lot of, you can see like years later, decades later, things change and you can see the deficiencies in some of the things that they did, said or did. Okay. Uh, and it's, it's so easy to look back on that and be like, oh wow, like I just, I, I, would, I would do things differently. You like, so, Look at this, like, you know, just discard me for, for life, this thing. But you also have to come, come at it with, a, with some sort of an understanding that I know they love me unconditionally. And they were doing things what they think was in my best interest. Yeah. Um, so they were doing the best that they can with the resources, with the, with the knowledge mm -hmm. and and understanding that they had. Mm -hmm. um, so it just becomes easier to forgive them. Yeah, um, especially in a new country. I think that's something that we both have in common. Is like, how do you do 
live life again in a place that's kind of foreign to you. Yes, yes. Language and bring up children. Very true. And um, I sympathize a lot for my parents because I see their struggle. And I also like never let them an adult. Like I work with parents and I work with kids that are in similar situations and I'm like, wow, I'm full circle, but now I'm the adult that has the knowledge and I have to help this family. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. <laughs> I saw this firsthand just in myself because for 19 years I lived in another country mm -hmm. and uh, I grew up in that culture and those norms and those mores mm -hmm. and when I came here for a number of years I still held on to that but um, but but after a while growing up in another culture and, and talking to different people who have you know a, a much more broader horizons I can look back on that and, and realize oh wow like, oh I just uh, I it, I just I did not know I just did not know and now I understand what that means like I'm not I didn't know any better now now I understand what that means it's one of the best expression I heard about that was um, that for my first 19 years it was I was kind of looking at the sky from the bottom of a well okay. thinking that um, oh the sky is really small. Um, but when you come out of that and you're like, oh wow, look, it's just so much bigger, the horizon is so much broader and brighter, and so I just didn't know any better. And so, so, so I can see that in, in just in my mindset of like, wow, like I have changed so much uh, in my understanding because I got exposed to different, uh, you know, a different country, different culture, um, different people, um, and so it just becomes easier to 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 see where your parents were coming from and, and the way that you were brought up and, and why that was different. Mm -hmm. um, as I'm speaking to you right now, I was thinking about that that neuro neuroplasticity of um, having that perspective, and I think you have that of like living somewhere and having that be its own reality of like wow, these are the norms here. This is how I'm supposed to act or behave, or this is what's acceptable, and then moving somewhere else and society like. Um, that's um, like being different and saying like, oh, I'm able to adapt. But I think that's so important because some people that that's this is all they know is like this town that we live in. Like, and that's what I want people to get out of this podcast is that you know, moving away, meeting different people. I think each person that I meet is its own universe and like their own world. Like right now, I feel like I am in Midhat's world. And there's a lot of tech, there's a lot of nature, there's a lot of lights, there's like I'm seeing a lot of like things you like to display, you know, like I'm in your world and I'm very happy by it. So that's the other thing is that sometimes I know that I'm limited by my resources, especially like right now as I'm trying to build something new. But people, the people that I am exposed to, like they are their own world, and I'm just yeah. like for this moment yeah. right now, this space right now. You're exposed to my world, and you can see the 17 pictures of me uh, without my shirt on on the wall. Oh yeah, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> you have to drop all the muscles. But no, I, you're right. Like every person is their own universe, mm -hmm. and uh, and when you talk to them, you just realize what makes them tick and yeah. um, what are the values that are important to them. Yeah. And uh, to me, it's just uh, pure unbridled narcissism. <laughs> um. <laughs> That's good. Oh gosh. <laughs> um, yeah. So, is there anything else like you would want to know, like how um, um, how I uh, uh, do, like uh, okay, I 
uh, I thought I started the sentence. I thought I was gonna go somewhere with it, and I and I lost. It. <laughs> and I knew that I was like, I was thought, and I'm like, I'm just kidding. I don't, I don't want to even pursue this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, I really do see my brain that way. I'm like, oh, that's a thought I don't want to explore. Okay. <laughs> uh, but no, like, tell us about where you grew up, where you're from, like, I don't know. So I grew up in Pakistan. Okay, very um, cool. And, uh, Never been, would love to go. Okay, great, great. Uh, you're the third person in the world who said that. Uh, okay. <laughs> you're keeping <laughs> track? See, kidding. like, I'm evaluating that. I'm just kidding, like, I'm just kidding. Can you tell? He's like, I oh. had a very nice upbringing in Pakistan, actually. Very nice, um, okay. We were from a lower, uh, middle class family. We, we didn't have a lot of resources. Uh, we didn't even have like a car that we would go. Uh, all my friends had cars, they had cell phones and stuff, and I didn't. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, well, one thing my, my parents did that has held me in good stead, hopefully for the rest of my life, is that they spared no expenses in giving me some very good education. Like I went to some very decent educational institutions in Pakistan, like even in like early school and then in college and then in university, I went to some good institutions. And they would teach in English over there, so it's called like English medium schools. Mm -hmm. So they would teach in English, um, and so like you had to speak a lot of English, and then I would read a lot, and then I would watch a lot of like American TV. Mm -hmm. So like we would get a healthy slice of Americana over there, like but many years later, like I grew up on cartoons like He-Man and G.I. Joe and the A-Team and Me stuff too. like that. Yeah. And so, so just through that, like talking and and reading and 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 listening to like American like programming, I just became well versed in English, mm -hmm. and um, and so I was very kind of surprised that when I came over here, uh, and people would talk to me and they would be like, "Oh, it looks like sounds like your English is really good. It sounds like you're talking English <laughs> yeah. for, for your yeah. whole life." And and so uh, so that's that's how I grew up and. Uh, and uh, yeah, and, and I feel like I have a, just because of my circumstances, because I was 19 years in another country and then I have like another 20 years over here, like I think I've developed a good perspective on both Eastern living and then Western living um, as well. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Well, I don't know why that, that got me so curious. I, I wish you guys could see close up. Just kidding, we don't have a cameraman behind me, so there is no close up. Wow. Um, it's, uh, uh, we've had so many tears in this podcast. Yeah, so. <laughs> we have. We probably <laughs> solved the water issues in Las Cruces. <laughs> <Without> tears. <laughs> no, have you seen that? Like, have you seen people sell their bath water? I should just sell my tears. <laughs> Be like, my head's up. <laughs> <laughs> tears. Oh, we should judge this as success of each podcast episode by how much you cried. Oh, <laughs> really, guys. This one has to go viral. The tears, the tears. But no. you're, you're such a genuine person, right? It's just, it's a, it's a, and I think, I think that it, it's just, uh, it's, it, it comes, it comes across so naturally that uh, that you find joy in like all these different things, and, and so it's, uh, and, and that's why, it, and you should always be like this. And, oh, uh, oh my gosh! And, you should always cry. You should <laughs> always cry. I cry too, but mostly like when I wake up and see my reflection. <laughs> Not anymore, cry. <laughs> <laughs> oh. um, um, 
Dang, but you were saying some of the things. Uh, I don't know. I moved to the U.S. at age nine. I've actually moved oh. back and forth between the U.S. and Mexico several times. Wow. Um, so I was telling hat that I got diagnosed with ADHD a couple mm. years ago, and um, I was telling him that it's basically a way you code your brain to think. Like it's it's a condition, be like way of thinking. But I think that one of the reasons why your brain is always trying to protect itself. Yeah. But yeah. it's always trying to cope with stressful situations. And so I think I've always had, uh, what is it, a very active imagination. And I think the way that I would cope through things was by reading. So the Harry Potter books, like, I just like lit up my mind like to create this visual world in my brain and mm. just like escape and like go live in it. And I think that's a lot of it is humanity that like we're just trying to escape and cope. Yeah. But you were talking about cartoons and I remember I would watch a lot of cartoons too because I was trying to learn English yeah. and it was just fun and animated and visually stimulating and like I would cope that way a lot too. And then sometimes even like I didn't want to talk about myself yeah. or the things that I was living through. And it just became so much easier to, to talk to people and about the things that they were doing yeah. because I felt like their world was so much more interesting than mm -hmm. mine. And so I think I've always been a very good listener for that. Yeah. <laughs> the you are. Yeah, it's like, girl. <laughs> <laughs> More tissue. I'm sorry. I'll let you finish your thoughts. So. Yeah, I think, I feel like it makes sense that I pursued psychology, mm -hmm. I feel like it makes sense that I was starting a podcast, you guys were like, oh yeah, she's really escaping her reality, she's talking to everybody but herself. <laughs> <laughs> no guys, I'm going to therapy. Anyway, um, no, I feel like you said some of the things that I think there were like parallels, and I was like, oh, I used to do that, yeah. but I used to do that for these reasons. Oh. Yeah, so man, this is becoming a whole therapy session. That is... I think you were like a much more interesting subject. Oh, uh, no, 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 uh, I don't think so. So, uh, so, so you, you came to America when you were nine? Yeah, like officially that's when we like moved here and we're like, we're not leaving like, uh -huh. this time. Like, we're moving here and we're staying and, here. And why New Mexico? Um, because we have family here. I think my parents saw it like, as, as a small town and a good place to like raise children. Um, I think just the fact that we had family here was the big thing. Was like, if should we ever need I anything see. or someone? I see. Yeah. What did your family come here? Because you guys could have gone anywhere else. But yeah. I'm like, I think about that too. I'm like, you guys chose Los Cruces. I love you guys. Love for my hometown. I love you guys. <laughs> just uh, seven people are going to be really happy um, when they hear this. Um, so uh, my family on my mom's side, they they are mostly in many different parts of America and Canada. Oh. So but we came to Las Cruces because my uncle um, was uh, here in oh, Las Cruces. Okay. And he has a very successful business here okay. in town. Okay. Um, so I kind of hit the ground running. I came here and I started working for him. Oh, that's and I did cool. my MBA from NMSU. Nice. That's and nice. And so it was. It just all worked out. Really it was very well. logical. It was made my yeah. nice plan. Okay. That's yeah. Good. So that's it, good. It, the the the, uh, the transition was was eased quite significantly because we have family over here. Mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, and then I started working for him, for him and, uh, and yeah, he told me one of the best um, gas station clerk that he's ever had was okay. not me, actually. Oh. I was like on the bottom tier, but, yeah. but he did have I mean, a, a really great cool. gas station clerk at some point. Okay. But not, it wasn't me. Uh -huh. um, also, so yes, yeah, so that's, 
So that's uh, uh, that's why I came to Las Cruces. Okay. Yes, and um, and and you know, um, I think it was a I made lives uh, better uh, for uh, at least for for my family. Just just coming to America was, was a, has been a major boom to them, um, but not for the rest of the people in Las Cruces when I came here. Mm -hmm. I think lives for me and my family improved, but not for the rest of Las Cruces. No, um, yeah, because. I mean, there's there must be a lot of ha ha ha's out there. I'm sure you made a lot of people. A lot of ha ha ha's, but <laughs> I hear a lot of like ha ha ha. He's a terrible person. Oh seriously. And yeah, so you know, I hear that. I hear that a lot. And uh, through this podcast, I just want to convince people that that's not the case. It's not the case. I'm actually, I'm actually a decent human being. Um, and that's what decent human beings do. Tell, try to convince other people very eagerly that they're decent human beings. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. 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 Great response, by the way. Okay. Usually, good people don't have to convince others that they're good. I but, can, um, all right, good head. I can see the ratings going down on, on this part of the <laughs> like, I can hear the numbers. I can hear people tuning out. <laughs> they're hitting the stop button on their podcast uh, right now. No, only you said funny, you're like, I was not the best sales clerk at the gas station, Yes. and I used to work in the food service industry, and I was a shit server. Like, I was great. I had a lot of regulars, but they would come back to see me, because I would talk to them, and I would listen to them, and I was like, I was not giving them therapy. I'm like, yeah. they were like, she's, we can just open up to her. I'm like, we want her to serve you food and get out. And so they're like, I don't know how you do it, though. Like, they keep coming back, but you're a shit server. And I'm like, I don't know, dude, I don't know. Like, they should be happy about that. Just the fact that you're getting repeat customers for my presence. I'm like, they just come to see me. No, should be thankful about that. But like, can you sell food faster? Or like, I would forget things. Like, I forget their dreams. But like, it's okay. <laughs> they were just, they just felt so understood. <laughs> like, I didn't care about the dreams. <laughs> oh, my own managers are like, they're not laughing. <laughs> I got a lot of free cake. I'm like, I'm gonna tell them that it's your birthday, and I bring you yeah. free cake. I'm like, wow, this is great, sweetie. And <laughs> would just sit there. So what like, did you learn about people by being a by being a server? Because you're exposed to a steady stream of people coming in oh, every yeah. day. Yeah. Um. So like, what did you learn about people in, mm, in that job? I think what I learned is that money just amp what it amplifies. Amplifies. Amplifies your personality. Mm -hmm. So I think if you or a good person and you have money, like that will shine through. Mm -hmm. But if you are an asshole and you have money, that will also shine through. Mm -hmm. Because I remember I had people like snap their fingers at me, or I had people oh. like think like kind of like, oh, like, you're the help. Like I'm here, and I like just I think I saw both ends of that, and I got treated with both ends of that. And also like you're stripped of like it doesn't matter if you you got your degree or you're working on your degree or how smart you are, like yeah. you're just a server. Yeah. And so you really get to see how people treat just a server. Oh. And so it kind of like exposed me to like, oh, okay. Um, I think I, I, I love my friends and I'm also very selective of my friend process because I'm like, just because you're my friend and you treat me well, yeah. how do you treat the server though? That's right. And so like, yeah. that's kind of how I like base like my friendships. Like how you treat the server. Yeah. 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 That's such a poignant uh, point right there where like uh, money kind of amplifies what the person is. The money doesn't change people, it just actually shows yeah. who you really are. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well. I'm glad I'm not at that point yet. Like, <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing to amplify there. No. no. Uh, <laughs> okay. Um, 
But yeah, just I I don't regret any of my experiences. I I love everything that I've done and everything that I've been through because it's shown me something. I've learned something, or mm -hmm. learned something about someone, mm -hmm. or I've made a lot of connections that way. Or it's I I loved it. I love the food. Like that's not, like behind the scenes stuff. I learned how to make some gourmet stuff in the kitchen. That's awesome. Yeah. So I don't know. Did somebody ever say, like, Gordon Ramsay style, No, you donkey! No. <laughs> this is dry! This is dry. What um, is this? Sometimes an expo, because it is gourmet food, like, we have to have a good exposition, like, many look beautiful. Um, so sometimes like, what the fuck is this? <sighs> but then whenever you send food back to the kitchen, we can't put it out, yeah. and we'll just eat it. So it was like, it was like, what's that? My meal now. I'm gonna enjoy these dry scallops now. <laughs> Um, yeah. I apologize, my Gordon Ramsay turned Scottish for some reason. Wow. The podcast ended without an outro? Um, stop. Okay. Well, let me see. I might have one. Uh, I'm trying to figure out what happened. I think I stopped the... I stopped the recording and now it's saving changes, so I don't know what it's gonna save. But you guys, some excellent content just got lost. Maybe we got two mics on those cameras. Great conversation about um, great. Gordon Ramsay. Regardless of whether or not these mics failed, there's mics on those cameras. And so I you can still splice in the audio from from this, right? Like, and, mm -hmm. and even if that yeah. stopped recording. And no, it kept it. So it did record for 24 okay. minutes, but it's not recording this now. Okay. Yeah. But um, those were our deep naked thoughts, you guys. That's right. <laughs> That's right. They, were, they were deep and uh, close. slightly close. Some great thoughts, I, I believe. Um, Some great thoughts were developed in this. Yes. Yes. Um, uh, and uh, don't forget to like and subscribe. And um, share. Send us feedback. Uh, ha ha ha. You uh, don't send us a comment because we don't have the technology yet. But write us a letter. Put <laughs> in the U.S. mail and then send it to us. And uh, those are the letters we read. Um, because that shows effort on your part. See, what, you're trying to, what he's trying to say is that he wants fan mail. <laughs> Send us fan mail. Um, and if you put some extra dollars in there, not a problem. No, I'm not going to have an issue with that. Um, and uh, we just want to amplify what we really are like. Because I don't know. So please send us money so that I get a lot of money and I just <laughs> I figure out who I really am. We're like, we're in an experiment. It's a data collection. You're like, see, Val says that money shows who you really are. So, <laughs> in order to know who I really am. Test out the hypotheses. <laughs> so, so, $20 to each of our <laughs> listeners if you send it to us. Oh uh, and we will see what our personalities are really like. <laughs> <laughs> And then we'll tell you later from our mansion our uh, <laughs> personalities are like. Oh, this like, should make the podcast. This is gold. This, this is gold. gold that we're creating here. This is gold. Uh, Alright guys, deep naked thoughts. Like, share, subscribe. That's guys cool. and gals, by the way. They have to be all inclusive. Yes. 20.